Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellas Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Daddy's Home 2 and Murder on the Orient Express, as well as discussing this week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? Um, I feel like I'm getting kind of trendy with what I say here because um, like last time it was I was too exhausted and now I'm like I'm too busy. So I'm gonna just say I'm occupied. You just gotta mix it up. <laughs> I don't wanna lie, you know, but because I, I constantly am, but at the same time I don't want to seem like wow that is he's always doing something. What is he doing today? So I'll just say I'm occupied. This is the second time this happened where you will constantly say the same thing for like every episode and then someone will comment yeah, on it and then like, you decide to like, change it up. But it's like, okay, but Carlos, you know, you know that I'm not lying though. You know what I mean? Like, I know. You know that I'm telling the truth. Oh my gosh. So, I, don't I don't know what people want from me. Oh my gosh. It's just, right. like, it's just like, I might, like, do I have to, I, I will lie if you want me to. <laughs> All right, well, coming up on this episode, we do have a guest on this episode. We will introduce after our daddy's home review. That's that movie. That movie title always makes me like, I don't know. It makes me feel weird. I'm like, why am I talking like a child? Like daddy's home. Um, But anyway, after the daddy's home review, we, we will have a guest and he will be on for the rest of the episode. So be on the lookout for that. But let's start with daddy's home, too. And to recap, I don't think we actually reviewed the first one because I think that came out before we started the podcast, right? Yes. Okay. So to recap about Daddy's Home, I don't know if you actually saw Daddy's Home. I remember seeing it and I remember being like, yeah, it was okay. And that's kind of how I feel about this one. Um, but what, what about you, Ozzy? Did you see the first one and how did you feel about this one? Um, I saw the first one. I thought it was generally a good time, uh, like a guilty pleasure. Because, I mean, I thought the characters were fun, and they're great, and stuff like that. And I, I did, like, they, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, they have amazing chemistry. So, it was, it wasn't hilarious, but it was fun to watch. So, mm-hmm. it, it was a, it was a good time. And it, it was the same thing with this movie. It was a good time. It wasn't, let's be honest, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> but, it was a, it was, I had a fun time with this movie. I thought it was a, it was, I thought it was a fun holiday movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I, there's definitely a lot of problems with this movie. It's not a great movie. It's not a comedy that we're going to be talking about for a while. But it does kind of... You, you do warm up to it as you go along. But let's start with the positives. And I think you mentioned it. And the best thing about this movie is Wahlberg and Farrell. They have great chemistry. I mean, that's... I'm not going to say that's the best thing. Well, it's one of the positives, at least. I, I would say it's probably the best thing for me. But it's... It's weird with this movie because, especially even with the first one, they're at odds basically the whole time. So you don't really get to see that chemistry. Like, I, I think the chemistry really works when they're like all their best friends and they're really in a rhythm. Like, that's when the movie, that's when a movie like the other guys really hits its stride when they're really kind of getting along and they're playing off each other. And with this one, it's kind of like they're, 
I don't know, they're always butting heads and it doesn't necessarily work as much, but then there are times in this movie when they are really, really feeling it and I really enjoyed watching them work together. And I think it's just two good actors who have good comedic timing working off each other well. So, definitely a positive for me. Yeah, I'm agree with you there, man. My, my favorite aspect of it was probably Mel Gibson. That's, I, I, that was my second, yeah. <laughs> I loved I loved Mel Gibson in this movie. He he knew what he signed up for, and he was just having a blast. <laughs> yeah. He was having a blast, and you could totally tell um, that he was just having so much fun in this movie. I, I absolutely I absolutely loved Mel Gibson in this movie, um, especially especially coming off of a movie that he directed last year, which is not so light. So, um, just compared to I me, mean, I, I absolutely loved him in this movie. He had a blast. You could tell he had a blast. Absolutely stole the spotlight every time he was on screen. Um, I absolutely loved his character. And then John Cena, special shout out to him for the parts that he's in. He also did really good, especially in the last act. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I like it because it, it, it's the it's trying to force family members just to, to get along that you wouldn't you know mm-hmm. and i love it how it's a grown how it's basically like grown-ups basically forcing it on each other you know as like you know you would do it as the kids would do it i would i mean i remember when i was a kid i would try to force for instance like my parents to get along or something like that but it's funny i found it funny to see adults were actually trying to make these people get along so i, I found that part Funny. Yeah, it, it, it's weird that this movie came out like right after a movie like Bad Mom's Christmas because ultimately they have very similar plots or at least a very similar idea where it's okay it was the parents last time so now it's the grandparents this time but it worked a lot better in this one because the grandparents themselves were actually much more believable and entertaining characters. Uh, I liked uh, what's the oh, what's the actor's name who played the, John Lithgow? Yes, he, he was, was great. He was great. <laughs> yeah, both of them. I mean, Mel Gibson and him. There was a, they really worked well. I don't think they had the best chemistry chemistry themselves, but they worked well in their characters respectively. So I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, ultimately, I would say just the back half of this movie is much better than the first half. I think it takes a little bit to actually get going, and once it does, it's actually quite charming and it's quite heartwarming and funny, but I have some things to say about a lot of stuff that happens in the first half. Um, But yeah, that's really all I have. I mean, there's not too, too much to say about this movie for me, at least. Yeah, I mean, mean, it's it's, it's a movie I definitely, I would recommend for a guilty pleasure. (laughs) It's a fun movie. Yeah. Don't go into it expecting it to be hilarious. Just go into it expecting, yeah, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah. So it's yeah, not necess- it's not really consistently funny, but when it hits, it hits pretty well. So yes. All right. And well, let's we're having a good time throughout yeah. the whole time. Let yeah. Let's move into full negatives. And I said <laughs> the first half of this movie, it's not the best. I think it's pretty slow and. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't really work for me, especially there's a scene. Look, if you were annoyed by the scene in the first one when Will Ferrell like rides a motorcycle through a house and he's just fine and it's just completely ridiculous, 
then there's a scene much like this in this movie, much like that in this movie, where something completely out of left field, just it's supposed to be this physical kind of hilarious thing, and it's just really stupid. And there's definitely something like that in this movie that bothered me to no end. But uh, it's just, I really didn't like the first half of this movie. It was slow, and they didn't quite know where they wanted to go humor-wise. What negatives do you have, Ozzy? One of the biggest negatives I have is is, is Mark Wahlberg's stepdaughter. Yes. Didi. Didi. Yes. Her, her name is, her, the actress's name is Didi Costine. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they gave her. I'm not really going to judge her because, um, you know, she's young and mm-hmm. she may be full of talent and maybe that's just what they want her to do. So I don't want to really... Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to crap on her, but I really did not like her character. I did not relate to her character. They're the most unrealistic character there is, Didi. Um, and her Didi's mom. character, Adriana. Yes. Yeah. I forgot that Mark Wahlberg was married. Yeah. Like I saw more of his stepdaughter than his actual wife. So I actually thought that that was actually his daughter from another woman. Not actually his wife, basically. Yeah. So you rarely, rarely saw the wife, and she was easily replaceable. You could have, you could have wrote the script. Mark Wahlberg has daddy has uh his daughter has daddy issues. Same outcome. <laughs> like it would have been fine. Like I just, you, I the only reason why you needed her was to have John Cena. That's it. Yeah. the The storyline was just so forced too. Like I, I don't know. Like there's a scene. That about comes about halfway through the movie where, you know, we just the the daughter starts having issues and all the dads or whatever get together and they're like, you need to deal with him, her. And it's just like we haven't addressed this kid this entire movie. And now all of a sudden this is a direction we're going to go. And then that scene really like there's nothing that comes of it until the end. Like the storyline just kind of happens and it feels really forced and it didn't work. So that's definitely a negative for me. I'm sorry that the storyline was forced, but I I, I actually enjoyed the crap out of that scene. That scene? Uh, I didn't, but. (laughs) I loved it because they all piled on Mark Wahlberg and I I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. But um, yes, um, I will agree that that storyline felt particularly um, Rusty, I didn't blend at all. No, it has nothing on. to do with the rest of the movie. So, uh, and yeah. and she went everywhere Mark Wahlberg went. I re- yeah. again, you rarely didn't see the wife. The yeah. wife was doing something else. I don't know where. So, yeah. I don't know. The wife to me could have played her oldest sister. Yeah, so. uh, it it was just it was a weird storyline. And lastly. I think they really telegraphed this. There's a minor twist at the end with a with a storyline that's going out throughout the entire movie, and then there's with the kid especially, and it goes in a different direction than what they're supposed, what we're supposed to believe it's going. And they telegraph it basically. Though I mean, I saw it coming so far out. I was like, okay, so this is what's going to happen, and it was what happened. So they didn't do a great job of disguising that. That doesn't change the fact that it was. Kind of funny when it happened, dude. Honestly, I didn't see it from a mile away. I saw I it from a mile away, dude. I was crying. I thought it was great with the with that particular with this particular actor in this particular setting. That kid was, was good. Hilarious. So, yes, I I didn't want to say the kid, but whatever. Um, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know you're good. I, I, I just don't want to say anything. But um, 
Yes, with that particular actor, I thought it was really funny. And I, you know, I will go reverting back to my positives. I thought the kid was a really good, the the brother was a really good job. I thought mm-hmm. I think he's great. I, I love the questions that he has and, and everything, <laughs> yeah. and him really trying to, um, him really trying to. And it's in the trailer. He's trying to get a girl. Um, I really like him trying. I really love that aspect of the, you know Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, really trying to help him out and mm-hmm. get the girl. So I thought it was pretty funny, but um. Yeah, I, I do like the kid. The kid, I think the kid's a great job. The kid did a great job, especially the little sister. I think the little sister did a great job. Yeah, she was good um, too. So. She was funny. She was funny. All right. um, you want to rate this movie? Yeah, I'm gonna give this movie a, a solid seven. Solid seven is because I had a good time. All right, I'm gonna give it a six point five. I think it was okay, but it definitely. I, I think if you go see this movie, you're not gonna hate yourself watching it. It's not a bad comedy by any stretch of the imagination. It's just I think there's better things to see in the theater right now, but. It's fine. So you'll enjoy it if you see it. All right. Well, let's. I prefer this over the atrocity that's called a bad mom script. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, not... For those of you guys who don't know, um, I wanted to rate it as 0.1. Okay. Cross me and feel like. Cross me and feel bad on the podcast. You can go back and listen to the episode. Um, so I'll give it a 0.9 because I'm nice. Um, you know, Daddy's Home 2. Over a bad mom's Christmas, you know which one are you gonna pick? Mel Gibson, Daddy's Home too. Okay. Just, I'm just saying, make the right make the right call. I think that was pretty clear from your rating. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yes. All right. Well, now we are going to move on to the next movie, and before we do that, we are going to introduce our guest. One of the most active people when it comes to uh, people <laughs> responding to us on social media and things like that, and that is Chucky. Chucky, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. What's up, man? <laughs> Nothing much. Feels great to be in the studio. <laughs> yeah, we have had him on the podcast before. We definitely had you on for the formerly Screenfellas, former Screenfellas production of the Thick Skull Big Brain podcast, but now you're actually here and you're in studio, so it's a good time, and I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this movie. All right. All right, so now we are going to get into Murder on the Orient Express, and I've been looking forward to this movie since the first time I saw the trailer. Like I was really excited for it, and I am very very interested i say this a lot but i am very interested in what you have to say for this movie ozzy uh what were your (laughs) i don't know know why you're interested in what i have to say (laughs) because i honestly don't know how you're gonna like i I, because i have i'm gonna all right i'm gonna say it right now i was disappointed in this movie and i'm curious to see if you actually because i know you weren't looking forward to as much as i was so were you pleasantly surprised or were you as disappointed as i was or i i don't know i was i was i was actually i was actually disappointed as well um you know this is around oscar season you know so uh, for me this was supposed to be one of these great ensemble casts you know and it was the cast was not the problem yeah i mean the cast was great i think that for me the standout i mean i don't know carlos i might just be biased but um for me i personally liked johnny depp's character i i thought he was the best i thought he performed the best honestly honestly in his um, limited role yes <laughs> yes but i don't know but i don't know i don't know i don't know if it was because um you know we we saw pirates of the caribbean and you and i both really didn't enjoy it yeah. was there um, but I think he did a really good job here. I really enjoyed his performance. So for the, again, the, the, I didn't want to say limited 
<laughs> I mean, you, we could tell from the first trailer. I mean, I, I think Again, even when like, we watched the trailer, you were like, oh, so this happens. And we're like, let yeah. Me, let, me say something. Let, me say something. let me say something. Let me tell you why I don't want to say okay. I had a friend. I had a friend. I'm not going to say her name. I had a friend. She, she went to the movie, and she, she called me the next day. She goes, Ozzy, did you know Johnny Depp is in the movie? I was like, yeah. I saw the trailer. She's like, yo, he didn't even look like Johnny Depp. I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, like, yo, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, he's just like, he's just wearing a suit and his hair is. <laughs> I was like, he looks. This character looks more like Johnny Depp than Jack Sparrow. She goes, no, Jack Sparrow looks more than Johnny Depp. Oh my like, gosh! Oh wow! Jeez. Like, oh, um. Yeah. So that's why I didn't want to say. Yeah. I'm, again, I'm not gonna All say right. your name. But um, I'm not. That's why I didn't want to say anything because I don't know if people saw the trailer. Or anything. Yeah. Fair enough. So that's why I was like, Johnny, that was great. Yeah. All right. Well, Chucky, (laughs) let's get your positives. What what were some Um, of your positives? um, Oh, my bad, Chucky. (laughs) That's fine. You're good. Like y'all, I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be a lot better than it actually was. Um, But I I still had fun with it. It it was entertaining Mm -hmm. Um, at times. The cast was great. Yeah. The cast is definitely, and if we're going to move straight into positives, and you, no, you're good. And uh, Ozzy's mentioned it as well. Like, I, I honestly don't think the cast is at all a problem with this movie. Uh, I think that there's a lot of really standout performances here. There's nothing, I don't think that there's any really Oscar contenders when it comes to performances. Uh, but overall, I think you can sit here and just as an acting piece, you can definitely enjoy the crap out of this movie. And you've already said your favorite, Ozzy, is Johnny Depp. I will actually say my favorite was Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought she was great in this movie. She really, she was a standout to me. But Chucky, what about you? Who's your favorite in this movie? Um, I have a few. One was um, Josh, G- Josh Gad. Mm-hmm. Is ha- this is really my first time seeing him. And I've heard y'all talk about, like, uh, he's a good actor. So this was really my first per, per, first performance that I saw him in. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like Daisy Ridley Daisy really, yeah. really had a so good job. Good. And Kenneth, I don't know how it's Kenneth his last name, who played the detective for um, my standout. Yeah. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is definitely, he has the most to do in this movie. He's basically the main character. And he was definitely really good. I believe he directed the movie as well. He did. Yes, yes, he, did. So, yes he did. Yeah, and Kenneth Branagh, if you have not, I mean, you probably have seen a Kenneth Branagh movie and you just don't know it because he directed the first Thor movie. So just keep that in <laughs> mind as well. Uh, but yeah, Kenneth Branagh is really good. He's a very talented person overall and he definitely shows on this movie. And Daisy Ridley, glad you mentioned her. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's just awesome and everything. So, uh, Ozzy, what are some of your other positives for this movie? Um, I, I will say that the set, for the most part, is really good. Yeah. Um, you know, you have some amazing shots in cinematography, which I guess he learned from um, Nolan earlier this year. He was in the film with Nolan. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a, he had a smaller part in Dunkirk. For those of you guys who didn't know, so yeah, I mean, I thought it was I thought I thought it was again well acted for, for the most part. I had a problem with one particular actor, but okay. um, yes, um. I will say the costumes as well. Costumes were amazing. This uh I really don't we really don't mention costumes here, but That's I will true. say the costumes were really really well done. I think this has the potential to get an Oscar or not at least nominated for costumes mm-hmm. this year. Um 
and the color schemes on the cinematography. I like the color schemes on this film. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice. Yeah. Uh, yes, the overall production design is definitely a positive for this movie. And one thing I do want to mention is I'm going to kind of expand on the overall, because this is a murder mystery, obviously. It's called Murder on the Orient Express. If you haven't, <laughs> if you don't know what this movie is, that's what it is. It's a murder mystery. It takes place on a train. And the overall mystery aspect of it was quite interesting, him trying to figure all this out because, um, he, as we mentioned, Kenneth Branagh plays a detective, and him trying to figure all this out, and he's a very interesting character in of, of himself, so he's entertaining to watch. That was cool. Now, I will talk about where that mystery leads, without spoilers, of course, but um, just the process of the mystery, the process of the movie, I did enjoy. I thought it was entertaining, mostly because Kenneth Branagh was entertaining. Uh, Chucky, what about you? What are some of your other positives? Just to add on more to the detective, he has a lot of personality court yes. or funny traits, and like each time it happens or you find out a new one, it's the some of the funniest parts of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably very hard for an actor to like play a character that well, where like these lower personality traits or quirks, like he portrayed them very well. Mm-hmm. So definitely, uh, Ozzy, do you have anything else? No man, that's it for me. Uh, Chucky, do you have anything else? Again, just it, like the costume and set design was, like, I felt like I was in that time period. Yes. Like, yes. Because there's some movies where they try to, like, have a movie that takes place years and years ago, and it looks awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could actually see, like, it made it like you were on the train and, like, you were actually in that time period. So that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on into the more negative side of things, and I will start not with the big one because I want to kind of get built to that, but I'm going to start with the first, like, 10, 20 minutes of this movie. I don't know if it was really necessary. Uh, I thought it was like, I was like, all right, when do we get into the train? <laughs> like, I, I found myself just like, all right, what, like, it's murder on the Orient Express. We haven't even seen a train yet. What's going on? Uh, I 100% agree with you there, it's, man. Uh, it takes a little bit, it takes a little too long to actually get to where we all know from not only the trailer, but the title of the movie, where the movie's going. So, that, it just takes a little too long for me. Uh, I'm glad you guys agree with that as well, because I was sitting there like, all right, this is cool enough, I guess, but let's get to the train, please. Um, so that's definitely a negative for me. Ozzy, what about you? What what, what negatives do you have? Um, I'll start with one of the things that I stated, um, and I know, Chucky, I'm sorry for having to... I, I don't agree with your analogy of Josh Gad. I really did not like his really? performance in this movie. Okay. Uh-uh, I, I didn't... I just... I've been trying to like him for a long time <laughs> doing dramatic roles. I have. I just, it, it's not really connecting with me. I don't know what it is. Uh, so I liked him not... better in this than in, oh, what was that movie? Uh, Marshall that I watched earlier. I don't think you actually got to watch that one, but I didn't really like him in that one. But I liked him more in this one, and I actually thought it was pretty good. So, like, there was a scene where, you know, he was, you know, being asked, he was interrogated, and I liked that scene with him in there, but. Other than that, I mean, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. I just, there's just something about his performance. It, was just, it really didn't click with me. I'm like the right. others. So, I don't know uh, Chucky, what about you? What negatives uh, you got? Um, one negative, which I've, we're going to disagree with, <laughs> is this is sort of like a in-between positive and negative, is Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay. I really did not like the character mm-hmm. at all. 
I, but I think that was the point. Yeah. So like the character I didn't like, but I think her performance. Yes, she I, played it well. Yeah, so. I'm not saying I enjoyed like watching her character, <laughs> yeah. but I I think she did a great job, and she was my favorite performance in the movie. So, also the uh, the guy who played the 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 doctor or something, mm-hmm. I like I didn't care too much for him. Like he did a good job, <laughs> he was but fine. like yeah, he's kind of oh um, frick. What's the what's the actor from Star Wars? I'm blanking right now. Uh, oh my gosh! I can't believe I can't think of his name. The guy who plays Finn. Oh my gosh! But anyway, uh, he's kind like, of he's kind of like him, but like okay, <laughs> I don't know. And I already don't like that actor, so it's, <laughs> it's, it, he was fine. He's not a standout role. That's why I didn't mention him. But I don't think he was like bad or anything. So, um, dang it, Carlos! I've been looking up his damn name, John Boyega. John Boyega. Yeah. Thank you. I can't <laughs> yes. believe people are gonna say I'm not a Star Wars fan now. You know, whatever. You're not. <laughs> I mean, it's Finn. He's okay. Yeah, it's Finn. Whatever. You forgot the most iconic character in Star Wars. That's just a lie. But all right, moving on. <laughs> now Ozzy's gonna get more hate than yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Thanks for taking the heat off me, Ozzy. All right. Give me time, buddy. I took the hit for the team. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, moving on. Um, I, I let's just keep, talk about it and. Uh, it's hard to talk about this without spoiling it, but I'm going to say as much as I can without spoiling it. I don't like the end of this movie. I think that the overall solution to this pro or to this mystery is it was anticlimactic. I really didn't think it worked. Uh, it just, it, I don't know. I, to be honest, I was on Twitter the day before I saw this movie and I got this movie spoiled for me because people are horrible human beings, especially on Twitter. And I was like, I, I, I didn't think it was real. I was like, no, that's stupid. They wouldn't do that. And that was how it turned out. And I was like, okay, well, all right. And to be fair, I don't, I think they made it work as well as they could. But I, I just, I still think it just was anticlimactic. And it really just, it felt like the movie was a waste to me. <laughs> I, I really didn't like the ending of this movie. And I can't speak. I know there's going to be tons of people who have either read the book or have seen the movie. I can't speak to that. I don't know if this movie follows that the, that ending or the ending of the movie or whatever. I don't care about any of that. I'm talking about this movie in particular. And for me, the ending did not work. What about you guys? Ozzy, you want to go first or do you want me to go? Um, I'll go first, man. Look, Carlos, I'll 100% agree with you. The ending to this movie was the dumbest ending I've seen a very long time. I mean, we get all this stuff going on, and I was like, okay, like, you know, it's really interesting. It's really cool. You know, it's like a murder mystery, and, you know, I like murder mysteries because the first play that I think it was like the first the first thing that I've ever performed, and it was yeah. a murder mystery, and it was with you, Carlos. Mm-hmm. I think that was, I think that was a better murder mystery than <laughs> the movie that I was seeing, yeah. honestly. Um... <laughs> It's and it's a shame, honestly. I you know you have a great cast and everything, and you know just for the for the climactic end for it to be that is just so so sad, honestly. It's lame, um, yeah. Really, really sad. I don't know why they, especially just just no satisfaction of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have not. I would have rather it be spoiled for me. <laughs> just, at this point, like it was just it was just dumb. Yeah. What about you, Chucky? 
It was awful. <laughs> um, you're building up to this. I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be this really climactic ending and be very dramatic. And then it just crash and burns. Yeah. Um, this movie could have been great. The ending makes it good. Yeah. If they if they just end it well, that changes everything for me at least. There's still things I don't like about the movie, especially the first ten minutes or so. I had some tonal issues with it because it did kind of the murder mystery that we were in in high school that Ozzy's talking about was a murder mystery kind of comedy type thing, and this very much felt like that at times. Like there's the characters were a little too over the top for me, but uh, even with all that said, if they just end it right, if they stick the landing, it. It's a great movie, and ultimately, it's just it's it's a good movie. I, I still enjoyed myself watching it, but the ending kind of just deflates everything for me. So it does. And then there's a dumb scene, the very last scene in the movie that makes no <laughs> no sense. Yeah, kind of. That's true. <laughs> uh, it bothered the people behind us and uh, bothered me. I I don't know why it bothered me this much. It's just just annoying. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy, do you have anything else, or do you want to rate it? I have nothing else, man. I mean, the ending just completely destroyed the whole movie. Um, yeah. It's just really bad. Um, and I know people sucks. are going to probably it, come after us because that's like a, I think, a pretty well-revered book or whatever. And if that's the same ending, it, it people are going to come matter. after us. I don't it, care. It, it, it didn't if work if in the if movie. If, if, this how it ends, if this is how the book ends, we got a situation. Okay. <laughs> I think it does. A, I think Jesse like, said it did. Why would you end the book like that? Like, to me, I mean, I want to, I just want to, like, now I want to read the last few pages of the book just to know why. Maybe they explain it in detail. Maybe the book is better. And, you know, and I could be like, okay, you know what? The book is better. They should have made the movie fine. Yeah. God, you know, and it, it sucks. It really does suck. Yeah. You know, what makes it worse is I saw the Fifty Shades trailer. No, that trailer's before. hilarious. And I was. You know, I was depressed because I was watching it, clearly. It's gonna, I know that I have to see it. I know that it's coming out. I know it's in February. I don't want to see it, but I have to. Um, for you guys. So, uh, yeah, I was hoping that this would be a good movie after finding out that the trailer is up with Shits of Grey. But no. Do you think this will be the worst movie ending of 2017? It might be. It might be. I don't know, because there's bad movies that also have bad endings, but they don't feel as bad because the rest yeah, of the movie was the bad. Movies, but the movie was already crap. But so, this movie was pretty good for the most part, and then it just ends badly, so it makes the bad, bad ending stand out, you know? And badly, Carlos. It ended horrifically. <laughs> it's almost bad as the ending of Spider-Man 3. <laughs> okay. To me, it was, it, was, it was decent. It was okay. It was nice. You know, I was thinking about it, and then all of a sudden complete u-turn yeah i was like i've never seen a murder mystery like this ever yeah and that is the worst thing i can say all right well i think people are gonna be surprised at my rating based on how how much i hated the ending but ultimately i don't think the ending absolutely like destroys the movie makes it bad or anything like that i still think it's a good movie that's kind of it's just it has a bad ending, and there's no way around it. Uh, but Chuck, do you have any last negatives, or do you want to rate it? Uh, no, I can rate it. You want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. I I struggled with this rating a lot, but like I had Carlos send me the rating sheet. <laughs> um, to be clear, I'm at a six point eight. It's good. It was entertaining. I recommend it, but the the ending is what keeps it from being in the low to mid seven range. All right, uh, Ozzy, what do you got it at? 
I got a 4.7 now. Oof, man. Oh, you are much slower than I am. <laughs> 4.7. All right. Look, I... man, look. I took my friend's mom to go see this movie with me, and she fell asleep. Got, we got issues. We got issues. Okay. I wouldn't. Okay. Man, um, that's surprising. Because I didn't bad. think it was boring at all, but... Um, I, people are gonna think I don't know. I I'm actually giving this movie a seven. I think it's a good movie. I just think what? it. What? Yes, I think it, I you, do think so, it's a good movie. I, I enjoyed actually, the majority actually, of this movie. I am actually I am actually upset with you right now. I am so upset with you. Right now. I enjoyed I the majority of this movie. No, let me tell let me tell you something. Carlos watched an entire basic season of Flash. Horrible. The last five, so basically eighteen episodes of crap. And last five episodes was good, and then he rated like a seven point five or whatever. We didn't rate seasons, and we what don't I, rate seasons. You of thought TV. it was good. You thought it was good. No, I, was I like, thought it was better than Arrow because it was. So <laughs> I can't believe you. And the and the ending was horrible. I cannot believe you. We're gonna, we're, Carlos. We're not done with this discussion. <laughs> All I'm saying is that the majority of this movie, and I did enjoy the process of the mystery. Now, if the ending was not satisfying, and it wasn't. That's to me. This is the difference. You were probably at what, like a seven or so, something around then, and then the ending dropped you down, right? From from around a good rating, right? I was at more of an eight, mid eight. Like I was like, this is a great movie, and then the ending dropped me down to a seven. You see where we we enjoyed the majority of the movie different, and then the ending brought it down for both of us, but it brought us down to different levels because we're at different starting levels. Do you see where where where, what I'm saying? Yeah, I would agree with Carlos. I was like higher because I was really excited about this movie. (laughs) Brought it down a point. Okay, I brought it down almost three points. So we have. <laughs> well, that's the thing, and and again, that goes to we just saw things differently because remember, I just was saying this was a bad ending, and then you corrected me by saying this was a horrific ending. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a horrific ending, but I would say it's a bad ending. You see, we just saw things differently. It's just I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It at least deserves <laughs> like a five, five and a half. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I can't believe I'm bringing this movie again oh into my this gosh. podcast. The ending of Transformers 5 was better than this. Well, yeah, but it was a crap movie that had an okay ending. That's fine. That's 100% right, but I enjoyed the ending of that movie better than this one. Okay, but that doesn't say anything about the rest of the movie. So, I'm not saying that. I'm like, if we're comparing endings, that's pretty sad. Okay, well, if we were rating endings, then maybe I would be around where you are, but I'm not rating the ending. I'm rating the whole movie. What percentage of the movie did you like or did you enjoy? I liked, like I said, I, I, didn't, I didn't like the first 20 minutes because I thought that was, I thought it was, yeah. I, we didn't need it. We honestly didn't need it. I agree with Carlson. We really didn't need it. Um, and I, I didn't feel like we were watching the same movie. Yeah. Honestly, just because from the trailer, you know, it's mm-hmm. all snowy and everything. And you're, and it's just like, it's really, you get, it's like this murder mystery type feel. And then in the beginning, it's this, um, you know, you're, you, like, he was trying to solve a murder in, I think it was Jerusalem or something. It was just a completely different setting. Lighthearted. I just, I, it didn't fit for me. I just, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. So what about um, sixty to seventy percent of the movie you enjoyed? Yeah, sixty seventy percent. See, that so. deserves like a five or at least a six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't believe I, I was like, all right, we're in lockstep on this. And then it turns into a debate at the end. I'm like, what the heck happened? Um, anyway, uh, well, let's move on to speak. You brought up Flash. Let's move on to some TV. And uh, I did not watch Flash because I do not watch Flash. But I'm, I'm interested to see if this episode lands on 
any of your guys' highs and lows because, to be honest, I actually was like, I saw the trailer for this episode of The Flash, and then I was like, oh, that actually looks like it could be a fun episode. And then I read a review for the episode because I'm like, I'm not going to watch the episode. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so the, it was it was a decent episode. You know, maybe I should just watch this as an episode by itself. I didn't, but... <laughs> And then I heard from Enrique, and he didn't like the episode. And then, spoiler alert, maybe I heard from Chucky, and he didn't like this episode. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe a good thing I didn't watch the episode. What's the week before? Okay. <laughs> um, all right, well, who wants to start with highs and lows? Uh, I guess, Chucky, you're the guest. Why don't you start with your highs of the week? Uh, I'll start. Um, it's going to be all superhero shows because I'm... Um, two episodes behind on The Walking Dead and The Good Doctor, um, which if you liked House, give The Good Doctor a try. It's pretty interesting. Um, I would say The Flash is a low this week. Um, Carlos is probably happy to hear that. Yeah. 100% agree with you, man. Um, just the funniest episode was in the trailer where Barry like just... I just went to the bar and got some peanuts. It's a Bachelor and Bachelor Party episode. It's... Just bad. <laughs> um, and I like the Flash show. If I say an episode is bad, like that's that's saying something. Um, probably high was Arrow or Legends. I, I'm really liking the um, Deathstroke episode. It's going to continue into next week. And then I think we have the crossover. Um, just Manu Bennett has such a screen presence anytime he steps on. And so true. Him and Stephen Amell, they really do have great chemistry. Regardless if it makes any sense of why they're friends again, <laughs> they have great chemistry. And I really hope we get to see um, Deathstroke more before Warner Brothers is like, no, we're making a Deathstroke movie. You can't use him anymore. Um, yeah. Also, Daredevil, I finished season one and I'm on season two. So. Awesome. Enjoy season two because it's a great <laughs> season. Great season, man. Yeah. Before, I'm going to throw it over to you, Ozzy, first. Um, but before I do, I just want to say, and I don't want to argue about this because I know you completely disagree with me, Ozzy. But it just doesn't sit well with, I still, it still doesn't sit well with me that he's friends with Slade. I, I don't know. It just doesn't work. He's not, me. he's not friends with Slade. He, he is. <laughs> that, no, they're, that they're me. teamed up, that they're helping each other. It doesn't work for me. But anyway, I don't want to argue with that. I'm just saying for me, it still doesn't work. I'm really agitated that you're trying to cut me off because you just said, said something. So you said sparked an argument and you <laughs> no I don't want to argue I just I'm saying for me because I, I just for the record it still doesn't work with me. and I was hoping because I know you for you it works but for me it just I don't know it still doesn't work and yeah. I, I wish it did but it doesn't I'll say one more thing about Arrow which I'm actually liking um, Diggle's storyline yes. this season um, about like him in the hood and like his injury i'm liking it a lot better than last season than oh me and my wife do the same things but i'm pissed off at her because she doesn't <laughs> like that's true his story arc this season is a lot better and understandable i don't understand why he's married <laughs> like why like why it's never really like brought up anymore he has a kid <laughs> yeah like i haven't heard his kid's name like do we really need him to have a kid do we really no, need to be we married? Don't. No, only one like character can have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think about Vigilante even, in this episode? I don't even like. I don't even like Oliver's kid. I thought Vigilante was he was all right. Um, he keeps just, just popping I, up at random times, so I don't care about him when he comes because I don't have enough time to get attached to him whenever he's there. I think we find yeah, out I, the identity too soon. Yeah, we find the identity too soon, and you really don't care. Yeah, because he's. It's no correlation to the main cast. It's to this new 
cast member, which she's great. She is. Great. I like her a lot, but we really, we don't, like, we really haven't grown to, we weren't there Mm -hmm. when everything, we don't know him. Yeah. So it really hit us. So for me, I didn't really care. Um, But yeah, I I liked the Deathstroke stuff that was going on. I thought there was a scene with him just going all out. Oh, yeah. That was great. That was awesome. I loved it. I thought thought CW, I was like, damn, you you did a good job. You did a good job. That was season two level stuff right there. Uh, Exactly. All right, Ozzy, what about you? What are some of your highs and lows from this week? Okay, I, I'm going to follow Chucky suit, but go in a more in-depth um, talk about The Flash. <laughs> um, it was horrible. <laughs> and I've said it, and I'll say it again. Iris cannot do crap. She really can. Um, she's over here trying to give advice to Killer Frost. Hasn't killed anybody, mind you. Um... God, why? Why are they trying to make somebody bigger than she is? It just doesn't make any sense. She is a journalist who is not even doing journalism work, and she has all this power now. I don't know, but I just I don't buy it. I think it's crap. I think it's horrible. I don't get it. Killer Frost wasn't even. This was an entirely different version of Killer Frost because she wasn't even even trying to kill the team. So like, what what the hell was even going on? I don't know. It was really stupid. I didn't care for it. And again, Iris needs to stop. And about like, I, just, I don't buy it. I really don't buy her being a leader of the team. She's over here giving like orders to her dad and Cisco and Kate. And I'm just like, there's way more capable and they're more intelligent than you. Like I'm like, and I'm not saying that I don't want you to be that, but that's not how. That's not what I was presented with when I was introduced to you. And we're on season four, and you still haven't, you still weren't that person in season three. Yeah. So where did this come from? I just, to me, I just really don't buy it. I really don't buy it. And her and Grant Gustin do not have that great of a chemistry. Every other love interest has had better chemistry with Grant Gustin than (laughs) Iris West. I miss Patty. I miss Patty too. Kill Iris, bring back Patty. (laughs) Yes. If they would have killed her last, look, man. Barry, man, look, bro, I I feel you, you know, I didn't want Iris to die last season, but let me tell you something, bro, Patty, I miss Patty. Patty Got comes it. back, shoots Iris, and her and Barry run off into the sunset. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I want that. Would um, you watch it after that? Maybe. Carlos would even jump back in. He'd be like, oh, I'll test the water. <laughs> i come, come back. Uh, I'll give I'll give another show a shout out. Uh, Supernatural. I'll actually say the writers of Supernatural this season are actually pretty smart, and they're not yes. doing the same thing as Arrowverse. They actually they actually really fleshed out their their consequences of 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 the of the season finale. Like you feel it, you still feel the effects of the season finale. Still, um, I think it's episode five that we're in with Supernatural. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, or episode four, but you still feel the effects of it. You know, they haven't gone away. A part of the big problem that we have with the error with the Arrowverse in particular is just that these problems were fleshed out in the first episode. They're and it's they're dealt with, yeah. It was so rushed. And it's so disappointing, especially for Arrow, who has who's had a great season that had that climactic season finale. To just go back to everything being fine like that, you know, there's mm-hmm. no, 
consequences. I mean, they had one dumb consequence with his son. Thank God that got dealt with. But um, yeah, that was really annoying. Um, but no, um, I, I will give Supernatural the props and the writers the props. You know, saying no, we're actually gonna we're actually gonna deal with these consequences. We're gonna actually really we're gonna actually keep we're gonna take our time with this. So I really do appreciate Supernatural for for listening to fans who have issues with the CW. Yeah, who are fans of both. We're fans of both, you know? So I'll, I'll give Supernatural the positives. And the mythology that we went into in this episode is really, really cool. <laughs> like, I I really, really liked the new death. Um, I thought she was great as a Reaper, and now her as death is going to be really cool. And her new, like, she has a new view on the Winchesters where she hated them before. So I, I really liked this episode. I agree with you. Uh, all right. So a negative or a low for me is and this all right this i know is going to start an argument and i guess i'm okay with it because i'm going to say it anyway the walking dead i am not all in on this season i really am not a fan of what's been happening so far i think it's been kind of anticlimactic and this i don't know it's just i'm not really feeling like this is like this big huge thing that we were promised and then I really don't know, like, I don't know what's going on. We're not, we, I feel like, and I was talking to Enrique about this, actually, who normally does the Walking Dead recaps with Ozzy on the YouTube channel. Didn't happen this week, but hopefully we'll get back to it soon. Um, And I was talking to him, and he's like, we almost need a scene like we get in, like, Game of Thrones, where they're sitting around planning what's going to happen. Because it's impossible to follow what's going on. I I really just, like, the... There's random little skirmishes. They're not really battles. They're just, like, skirmishes happening throughout. And it's just, like, I don't get what this one, what the goal is here and what what we're doing here. Like, why these groups are together and this group's not. It's just, we're, I, I'm having trouble following it. And I'm glad because when I was first watching um, the last couple episodes, really, I was like, am I the only one not understanding what's going on, where everybody is, like, at all? And I talked to Enrique and he said the same thing and I'm like thank you at least I'm not insane or stupid and not able to follow this I just can't um and well Ozzy I do want to hear what you have to say because I think you're higher on The Walking Dead this season than I am but try not to spoil it too much because Chucky is behind a little bit so be aware (laughs) of that I just don't understand like I mean sure you know they I'll give you that sure they maybe need to plan it but for me it's clear they're going after the saviors i don't need any specific detail or plan saying okay well we're gonna go after this we're gonna go after that that i know that they're going for the saviors that's the goal it's always been the goal since season seven which that everybody was crapping on about last season oh my gosh when is when is it like when is we're gonna go after the saviors this is da. and then he's going after the saviors everybody's going after saviors and everybody's like well like like what's going on with the saviors like 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 what like, 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 who are they going after? Why do I sound feminist? Saviors. <laughs> no, no, not you. Just like other people, and I'm just like, well, what do you want? Like, what else do you want? Like, you asked for them to go after them, and now you're just like, well, well, it's boring. It is. Like, I don't know what I don't know what else. I'm thrilled this episode. Everybody wanted like a fast paced episode, like fast paced season. This is a fast paced season, so like, I don't know what specifically else that you wanted. For me, they're paying off with the action. For me, they're delivering with a war. They're paying off with, with stuff like that. They're trying to get weapons clearly so that the saviors don't have them. Maybe they're, maybe the saviors are outgunning them. 
You know, sure, maybe Rick has the numbers, but maybe he doesn't have the guns. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, it's just like... But the fact that you're you saying know, maybe is my problem. Like, we should know what's going on. It does it for me. I don't... But again, <laughs> I don't really care enough to know because I just... My thing, my thing is... My thing is, was last season, I was one of the fans who was like, okay, yes, the season is slow, but we need to pick it up. And I, we need you guys just to go for the savings, obviously. And mm -hmm. that's what they're doing. But for me, it's just, that's, I'm fine. I am fine. I don't need to know every detail. Would I like that scene? Sure, I would. But I don't need it elaborated. Because I feel like that would be... I feel like that could cause more negatives, like more negative. Uh, but like more without negative. that scene, for me at least, it feels like we're going in circles. It feels like okay, so this battle happened. Now another battle's happening. I don't know why this battle is <laughs> happening, but it is, and it just feels mean, like the same. You don't know why it's happening, Carlos. Is <laughs> Season seven, okay. Negan bashed two people. Okay, I understand bad. why the overall war is happening. That's not what I'm saying. It's the individual little fights. Like I don't get what the plan is, and I need to no, no, hold on. I need to understand what the little like. Why are they taking this? Like I, I want the strategic answers for these things because right now it just feels like, like I said, I'm watching a bunch of little battles that really don't have anything to do with each other other than yes, they're trying to kill saviors. And yes, we this episode did kind of slow it down a little bit, which I, yes, you want it. Okay, we want we didn't want it to be as slow as last season, but we also don't want it to be so fast that people are lost. And they did take their time to slow down a little bit this episode, but they slowed down the wrong parts. Why the frick are we getting a random battle between Jesus and... Spoilers, sorry. Why are we getting a random battle between Jesus and Morgan? Like, what? what is going on? If Now we're just... See, that's, it's that's, just so okay, stupid. What, what I will say is, look, I don't like what they're doing, and I feel like they did a swip swap with Carol... And they gave it to Morgan. Yeah. I Again. don't understand yes. why. I don't understand why they're doing that. Carol was perfectly fine. Kill right? Carol, please. Um, <laughs> you're the only one. I know. That I, know I know I'm the only one who doesn't like Carol, but Carol. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Carol either. Yes. Um, okay, no, two people. But no, she was fine. She had that She had that character arc where she was growing and she was growing into the pillar. She was like she was like one of the powerhouses in the show. And I was like, that's great. I'm going to do this thing where she's like... I don't want to fight anymore. Crying. <laughs> like, I don't want to fight anymore. Like, I'm really scared. I'm just like, where the hell did this come from? Um, like, in season four, you were teaching children how to kill. And then so what are them. you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what are you doing? Um, so it was just, like, that That pissed me off, honestly. The yeah. season, mid-season six, and then it took her a whole season just to warp back around. It really, that threw me off. Of, that just drove me insane. And now we're Same doing thing for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you finally get him to the point where he needs to kill, and it's great. You're like, okay, he's killing people. It's good. He gets it. And then Jesus comes in the picture. We don't kill, man. Stop, man. We don't kill. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. What? I am. This is the thing that I'm tired with with the show, which I'll give you. I'm tired of the conflicting message of when it's okay to kill and not kill. This is a freaking zombie apocalypse. You're at war with people trying to kill you. you gotta, you're going to have to kill these people. Okay? And what something has... And something that we as an audience have learned from The Walking Dead is when you leave an enemy alive, they come back and they come back to kill you. So I don't understand. We're eight seasons, we're eight seasons in and we're still having this debate. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it's kill them. 
hello what are you doing yeah These now rick is feeling bad about care. it too like i i don't know it's just like, that's we're going in circles that will, that's the one thing i will give you it's we're having the same moral issues over <laughs> and over and over again and it drives me up the freaking wall like that's <laughs> something that i will give you like yeah. can we stop can we get back to you guys just being great and you guys fighting for your freedom fighting for that survival that's what i like about the show yeah that's what i've enjoyed hey at um, least they've been uh, at alexander for a while instead of find a safe place crap hits the fan find a safe place yeah. <laughs> crap hits the yeah, fan <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's uh, yeah that's great i'm glad they said in alexander for a long time that's great i mean they have they have positives and they have negatives but the, my overarching negative with this entire show is just the morality of killing it's like Okay, if you know these psychos are trying to kill you, you should know by now with your due past experience, you need to kill them. You yeah. need to. Like, that is just what we as an audience know by now. And it's aggravating to me having to watch the same debate over and over and over. Because the outcome is, yeah, we're going to have to kill them. <laughs> like, it's, it's, there's no other debate. There, there's no other, like, there's nothing. Like, yeah. and the closest thing I can go to is the governor. You go, and then you also have the, the, the people from Terminus, like, hello, like, it's stupid. Stop with the crap and kill these people. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. And I feel that they should they should know that by now. Knowing that Jesus is trying to tell Morgan, like, hey, you know, you, you can't kill, and now Morgan's conflicted. And it's just agitating to me for that character. Like, you spent a whole entire season trying to break that down just to have him confused about it. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, so what that's Jesus... What I, that's what, that's Jesus has saying. always said, "Don't kill." <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, well, but that to me is stupid, and it's very agitating to me that Maggie kind of let him in, the let him in, and everything. I, I don't yeah. know. It was just Please really... give Maggie more to do, by the way. Just uh, side note, but anyway. All right, now my I, I high. Like, I like her position. That's what I'll say. <laughs> my high, because that was my love. <laughs> my high is actually going to be. I mean, I could give it to a few things. There's some good TV this week, but. I guess I'll say Legends because I actually like this episode and I liked it because I think giving a supernatural type villain, like a villain who deals in magic to the Legends is a perfect fit. And Damien Dark coming back, spoilers, is a great choice. Wait, you haven't watched Legends yet? Nope. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you hadn't watched it yet. <laughs> I told you. I was, five, I was a few episodes behind. Oh, sorry. It's a great episode. It was a good episode. And even... I was, I'm honestly shocked that you even like Damien Dark now. That was, that's crazy. No, but that's the thing. I, he doesn't fit an arrow. It was a mistake to have him an arrow. Because you can't have a magic villain going against the guy with bow and arrows. But on this, it works so much better. He is a very cartoony character and to have him on a very cartoony show a very willing cartoony show they're not trying to avoid that at all it, it makes so much sense and i'm so happy that that's the direction we went and this is this is an upset for me nate wasn't unbearable in this episode i actually didn't mind him in this episode so i will say that legends was definitely a positive for me especially in light of the last episode and random like side thing as well Supernatural or um, Supergirl was the opposite effect. Where last episode was great, this episode not so much. So, I guess these CW shows kind of are—it's a roller coaster of emotions. I'll say that <laughs> with these CW but shows. I, let me let me see if I watched. I'm pretty sure I watched this week of Supergirl, but I mean, we can 
We can talk about Supergirl, maybe. I mean, it, it, I, I just honestly, my biggest negative with Supergirl is is that girl's daughter. I just, I can't stand her. She really did, she wasn't even in this episode very much. Yes, she was. I mean, it wasn't I a mean, lot. She annoyed me. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let me just say this. I feel like Supergirl needs to stop with this whole Lena Luthor thing. Really, I actually like, like her storyline. Yes. No, no, no. I just don't like it where they're just like. She's Lena Luther, but she has a little bit of bad inside. <laughs> I like, guess it's the same thing over and over again. You're right. Like it's it's agitating. Like they did this multiple times in season two. Uh huh. They did it again in season three. I'm just like, okay, we'll stop. It's stupid. <laughs> Relax. And then I hated the fact that they got mad at her for lead poisoning. Yeah. I'm so so sorry. So sorry. Mm-hmm. So um. I mean, if even if even if it was even if it was her fault, I am so sorry that I saved the world from an invasion that could have killed you. <laughs> That's kids. true. Um, you know, could have maybe enslaved your kids. You know, maybe could have killed your kids brutally. Um, and I got them sick. I am so sorry that I got them sick instead of killed. I'm so terribly sorry. I didn't know that was a mistake. I, I should have gotten them killed instead of them sick. That is the dumbest thing, and I hated how she felt. I people make no sense. And I honestly didn't like the episode. All right. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it was the opposite for me. Like, last episode was great, and this one was kind of like, eh. Um, Real fast, should I watch Supergirl? Because really the only time I watch it is because of the crossover. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good show. You're going to feel overwhelmed with how much... I I don't want to come off as sexist here, (laughs) but... They, no, and I really, no, 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 I really don't. I, I know where you're like, going. I've heard. You know. There's really no way to, there's like, and I don't want to sound like sexist or discriminatory or any type of way, but they really shove girl power in the show. Like, it's, they're really pushed for it. Well, it's like, a very every, political show as well. Yes. And, so. and, I mean, look, I don't mind super, I think, I think Melissa Benoist is, is amazing. I think she is, and I still will say she is the best actress in the whole CW universe and probably in Agreed. the whole channel, honestly. She <laughs> is just amazing. Um, I love her character, especially especially one episode that I would definitely wear. I would honestly recommend season two because just the last, the finale, it's it, it was amazing. Especially that last scene, Carlos and I yeah. raved about it like, like um, when we were reviewing the finales. It was just, it was, she did a phenomenal job. Phenomenal job, and you know I, I love I love her as an actor. I think she does a great job, and I think she really does love and appreciate this character. And there are some other female leads in here again that I absolutely love. I like. I know you don't really like the sister so much. I like the sister, which is really crazy because they really weren't in this episode together. Which is weird, she which was great in the last episode. The um, her sister. So I she yeah, had a moment where just, I'm like, oh man, just, she can act. <laughs> Um, but yeah i'll add yeah, it to the geez. list i got like six or seven shows y'all recommended to watch true <laughs> tv is harder than with recommendations because it's like oh, i gotta watch entire seasons of this show uh, but yeah uh and just to make a semi-announcement i'm gonna be talking more about american horror story next episode because the finale is next week but the only thing I'll say is I'm still very unsure about this season. But one thing I am sure about is that Evan Peters is giving the best performance in the history of the show right now. It's amazing. He is absolutely phenomenal. That's all I'll say. But I'm still not sure about how I feel about the season as a whole. We'll see how I feel after the finale. All right. Well, that's all I have for TV. Um, unless you guys have any final TV thoughts, we can move on to recommendations. 
All right. I'm good, bro. So recommendations, it is Chucky. We'll start with you. We'll give Oz even more time for to think about <laughs> his right. recommendations. No, I actually, I actually have a, I have a, actually have a recommendation. Whoa. <laughs> Should right. we let Ozzy go first? Anyway? All right. Yeah, I mean, because it never happens. It's Let's let Ozzy go first. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm going to actually recommend Arrival because it actually came out this day, last year. So, yes, it did. Yes, it did. I have the post and everything. 11-11, the day before my birthday. <laughs> but anyways. Um, definitely check out, definitely you guys need to check out that movie. It's one of the best, if not so the good. sci-fi of all time for me personally. Ooh, because wow. I love bold statement. The, I love the twist that it does with the, with this, uh, yeah. with, when it comes to Alien Invasion. It is really, a, it's an original film, a really unique film. Amy Adams was honestly snubbed last week, yes. snubbed last year. Um, she gave an amazing performance. Her and Jamie Renner have a great chemistry. Um, probably some of the best chemistry we've seen last year, um, and it, it it carried momentum last year. And it was one of my, it was on my top ten. I think it was one of my, I think it was the best movie for me until Manchester. So mm-hmm. definitely check that. Yeah, it was definitely one of the my, one of the best movies of last year. So that's a good choice, Ozzy. Chucky, what do you got? I um, I'm gonna give two ones. Kind of obvious. If you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Like, stop listening. Like, go now. <laughs> go watch it. Um, it's just an absolute um, blast of a movie to watch. Like, you'll have fun with it. Um, the other, um, I didn't see Daddy's Home 2, but if you want a good movie with Mark Wahlberg's and Will Ferrell's chemistry, watch The Other Guys. It came out, like, seven seven years ago, I think. Another good choice. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Um, it has some great, like, quotes and stuff that... Just go watch the other guys. It's a fantastic comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I love that movie. Um, all right. A, my recommendation is going to be a movie that, surprisingly, I had never seen before the other night. At least never seen all of. I probably saw bits and pieces here and there. Scream. I had never seen Scream before, and it is a really, really good. Like, for a good chunk of it, I was, like, thinking, man, how have I not seen this movie? Because this is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Now, I didn't, there are some things that it loses me towards the end, but that doesn't change the fact that this is a very, very good horror and slasher movie. So I highly recommend it. It's just, it's amazing. So I, I definitely, if you like those kind of movies, and if you like Wes Craven's work in particular, you will like this movie. So, yeah, that's what I got, Ozzy. <laughs> you want to sign us out? I mean, maybe. Um, do I have permission? <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, well, <laughs> all right. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. Sorry that we did not release a a Walking Dead recap this past week. I was um, I have I had family in town. I still have family in town. My grandmother actually just came in town. So sorry about that. We will have one hopefully this coming week. Uh, so check that out if you guys watch Walking Dead. Uh, also check out the website. We have some great stuff on there. And yeah, Carlos, where can people find you, man? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Shiri456. And of course, make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, and as Ozzy mentioned, the website. Great stuff there as well. Uh, Chucky, what about you? Um, you can find me um, on Twitter at Chucky Van Hoos. I'm either tweeting about football or talking about Screenfellas, talking about <laughs> movies. Um, and also, make sure you get your Screenfellas merch. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good plug. 
That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> Look, guys, if you're not following the Chucky lifestyle, you're not living. <laughs> share the podcast. So, <laughs> yes, share the podcast. <laughs> Eat, sleep, share, share the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> alright guys you guys can also find me on twitter at Castro Ozzy also if you guys have any recommendations to Carlos and I any movies any TV recommendations please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com guys this is screenfellas